0: happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jocelyn, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season, because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business. Beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to HolidayContentIdeas.com.
1: Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their
0: strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Meena Kunlositap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business.
1: In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together,
0: we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Center with my summary co-host, Mina kumo Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right, friends. This is a huge, mega dream podcast episode that maybe we've been dreaming Epic. of since before Epic. we were ever going to be podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> so this
1: one is such a big guest for us. Plus, someone who really models for us what our lives could look like. You know, it mm-hmm. she's somebody who has really exemplified in real life what it's like to have a huge empire essentially, um but also be a mom and balance all, all the things. And so we get into it in the episode, but it is none other than the the one, the only Jenna Kutcher. So I'm sure that you've all heard of her, right? Don't you think, And if you haven't,
0: I'm not sure where you've been since podcasts were (laughs) born. But Jenna Kutcher, she is the host of the Gold Digger podcast, which is the number one marketing podcast in the world. Now she's an author of the book, How Are You Really?, which we are going to get into because the book is now available anywhere that you buy books. But Jenna Kutcher is born and raised, she's a Minnesota wife, mom, entrepreneur and she aims to do two things daily. You know? She aims to help other people wake up to their life and all while staying in comfy pants, which you know is our, you know, what we love. And she's helped thousands of people across the world redefine their success and chase their dreams with her work that she's been doing for over a decade. I mean, she's truly the first podcast I ever listened to.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's amazing because she's, I think she, I feel akin to her too, because she's super high achieving, but at the same time, she wrote a book on, and here this is, you know, she says it's a guidebook to enjoy being alive. You know, so I think, and, and she says it's chock full of soul unlocking guidance to lead you forward in a way that moves you closer to your heartbeat, your people, and the dang good life that awaits you. And I think that as we get further into our journey, that is really what we're circling back to. You know, it's it's kind of our our north star or compass or whatever that we really want to enjoy living our lives, and we've really magnified that in, in anything that we say, you know, like magnetized it in a way that in our community, but also made it bigger in a way that we want other people. We, that's what we want our impact to be too, is helping people live the life that they want for themselves as well, Mm -hmm. as well as coming from the struggle of being super high achievers and loving business too.
0: Mm -hmm. But what's amazing is this is not a business book. So as we talk about it, as you start to listen to this episode, which just gets so good, and it gets really personal. And I think we didn't realize that, and Mina had pulled out this one gem about how um, very much a part of what Jenna shares in her story is very truly like akin and on par with what I'm going through right now, which was moving across country, right? Picking up my family, going from the East Coast back to, you know Los Angeles, which is where I'm from, around my family, and how long it took me to make that decision. When deep down in my heart, I knew it was the right one. And I think there's so many things that so many of us go back and forth on that we, we override what we know to truly be the right thing for us. And Jenna digs into this and this exploration. And like you said, this guidebook to life, and it's super honest. And she asks the questions and, you know, and it's the real question is, are you already busy building the life that you love? Right or do you feel lost? And are you still searching for the vision of what you want your life to look like? So I think it's just a beautifully written book and it's available now. So um, I just want to tell everyone that they just have to go to howareyoureallybook.com. We'll put the link in the show notes, but head to howareyoureallybook.com and grab it now.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All the links will be there at the bottom. She gave away a ton of bonuses for you buying the book. So make sure you go to that URL. It's all in the show notes. We're super excited for you all to read it. And then let us know in the, uh, the DM at the product boss on Instagram, what you thought of it and share with us like some takeaways that you had as well.
0: All right, let's jump in. Jenna Kutcher, welcome to the Product Boss Podcast. We are so excited to have you here.
2: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Let's do this. Oh, so great. So, all right, we're
0: here. Now you are now a product boss. So I first want to congratulate you on having a product <laughs> to sell.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> You're welcome. You were an author, which is incredible. And how are you really is just such an incredible book. Mina and I were able to read it before um it gets to it comes out and launches. But you know, I just want to talk about, it, and we sort of told you pre-interview that you were one of the very first podcasts that we listened to as a woman with a business podcast. It just wasn't, it wasn't there. And on our entrepreneurial journey, you really just had such an impact. So Mm -hmm. let me ask you why as a top, you know, business and marketing educator in this world and like a top, you know, the gold digger podcast, why you didn't write a business (laughs)
2: book. (laughs) Can I first just say, I'm so grateful I didn't, but it didn't start that way. I actually did write a business book. So what's fascinating about the whole thing, and I think this will so resonate with your audience, is... I have been an entrepreneur for almost 11 years now, and I've really learned in protecting my process like as an artist. And I think regardless of what type of entrepreneur you are, there's some sort of creative process within what you do. And when I decided to write a book, I went backwards intentionally to protect like that creativity. And so I didn't have an agent. I didn't have an editor. I didn't have a book deal. I didn't have anything. I literally just opened up a Google Doc and started writing. And initially, I did write a business book. And it's so wild to me because I was telling all of these stories just through a different lens of entrepreneurship. And I think part of that is because of this like idea of identity. And like you said, like I host the Gold Digger podcast. It's the number one marketing podcast. I'm in this business space. All my peers are in business. But when I finally finished manuscript number one and started the formal process my agent, and then my editor. And when I was doing all these different calls with different publishers, they were like, Oh, we love this proposal, but we need it. And we're in nine to fives. Like this book is not just for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship is a vehicle for you to live this sort of life, but it's not just reserved for people who are entrepreneurs. And it was really exciting to me. I think a lot of authors would be like freaked out, like, and now I got to start over and i was like this is amazing i get to literally widen the lens of this philosophy of this lifestyle and um and so it was it started as a business book we actually i was like make sure we don't delete anything like let's save this in a different doc in case we ever want to go back there but i'm so grateful because i think whether you're an entrepreneur or not this applies for you so deeply
1: yeah and we need it more than ever i feel like really turning inward. Uh, we did this before the show, but I yeah. talked about how I had met you in person yes. at camp climb in Iowa. So, uh, Jenna is in Minnesota. I'm in Iowa for all of you that are listening. And I remember you specifically saying you would never write a book. So yeah. what happened? What change? I know you talked a lot about in the book, you know, the kind of holding the money and the time and you know, where, where was that, that you decided, you know, what, I am going to write a book and
2: what changed for you. Yes. Oh my gosh, Mina. I remember, I remember sitting in that chair like it was yesterday. Like I, I remember that moment so clearly and somebody in the audience had asked that question and I was with so much integrity saying, I will never, which is amazing because we can change. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Awesome. It is exactly what you were talking about. I think for so long, I looked at a book because really, I started writing two years ago. So by the time the book comes out, that's a two-year-long project, mostly done in the privacy of your own heart and mind. And you know, it was that so much of my life was like, do I trade my time to earn money? Do I trade money to get back time? How does this all work? And I didn't have a why strong enough to combat both of those things until I'd made up my mind that like now is the time. And I think motherhood shifted so much for me when you were with me. I was pregnant with Coco, but it was still just this really like, unsettled time after two losses. Is this really happening? Can I trust that this is going to happen for us? What is this going to be like? And, um, it was really wild because the whole book started right around when we were thinking about getting pregnant again. And like, for me, it feels like throwing yourself into a ring, knowing you can be disappointed again. And I, um, had met someone who told me, um, since you read the book, you know, at the very end. Um, and she said, there's something you need to do and it needs to come before the baby. And it was a book and it was wild because it was like, oh no, I was just so fixated on family, 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 which is, you know, my everything. But she was like, there is a deeper call for you. And once I started going, it was like the words spilled out of me and you don't write a book for money or to save time, you write a book because the message is strong enough and you're so obsessed with it. And so that's like where I found myself, which is wild. I've never worked harder in my entire life to sell a 2799 product. Like I have never worked so hard in my life, but I care about it so deeply that like I am like so willing to do it. It's crazy. Yeah. And Um,
0: we had Jamie Kern-Lima on really fast and she said the same thing. It was sort of like she had this, you know, she could have written a business book, but it was that deeper why that keeps you going, I think, as an entrepreneur and now as an author.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. I want to go into this because I feel like this is, you know, how people come (laughs) and converge into your life in different times of you know space. And I think that today is the day. It ended up being a crazy day where we got you on the podcast. But Jacqueline's in the middle of a move. And when I was reading that story, I brought that up. Cross country move. (laughs) So Jenna, can you talk about that story yeah. about how you came up with that vision, the massage therapist, right? Yes. Is that the one you're talking yes. about? Yeah. And then Jacqueline had a very similar experience with an basically intuitive psychic. Yeah. And that was what prompted her move back to cross country. So it was like two very parallel Things that shifted our entire universes. Yeah. So could you get into that a little bit and that story yeah. and share that with us?
2: Yes, yeah. So there are two stories in the book that would totally make sense of what you're going through, Jacqueline. So the first one was after our second loss, there was a woman named Erin Treloar and I had just followed her on Instagram and she had reached out to me and she's like, I've been through what you've been through. I want to help you through this. And I was someone who just like packed down grief, like just buried it. Like, we'll just, we'll uncover this someday and someday would never come. And so the second time we experienced a pregnancy loss, I was like, all right, I got to do something. And um, every week for six weeks, she would call me and she, we would do body scans and we would like, just where are you holding trauma? And like, how do you feel? And like all these things, I never wanted to answer her call. Like every time it was time to answer her call, I was like, nope, not ready. And then I was like, just freaking do it. Um, and one of the days she led me through this visualization exercise and she was like, you know, and it's so wild you guys today. Cause I just like feel what I saw. Um, but it was like, you know, envision the most vibrant version of you, the healthiest, the most alive, like you are alert, you are present, you are enjoying life. There's a tiny smile on your face. Like it was just this, like, vision. And I, when I lifted my eyes, there's so many things I realized, but the biggest one was like, we are not meant to be in this house. And it felt so extreme because like, I loved where we lived. I loved our town. I loved our house. I loved everything. But like the vision looked entirely different. And the other thing was, is that I envisioned that I was wearing jeans and a white shirt. And I looked down and I was like, I'm in yoga pants and like a five day old t-shirt. Like I, my vision held this little giggling girl, and my husband, and this Persian rug and pancakes. And I was wearing linen and jeans and all these things. And like my reality looked exactly opposite of everything in that vision from my the way I was showing up, my posture, everything. And it was like, whoa, like if I can't even put on the jeans and the linen shirt today, how do I expect the giggling girl and the pancakes to show up? Now I can't control if my body can carry a pregnancy, but I can control how I show up right now, worthy of that vision. And it really was like the catalyst. And then with writing the book this is years later now, um, I'm getting a massage. The woman is an intuitive healer. I had no idea what that meant. I didn't book a specific massage. I literally just booked a massage for a rubdown. And at the end, she's like, can I tell you what came up for you? And I want all of your listeners to listen to this because it changed my life. She said, there is something you need to do and you know what it is and you need to go out and do it. And then she looked at me dead in the eye and she goes, do you know what I'm talking about? And it could have been anything. It could have literally been anything. And I was like, it's a book. I literally knew with utter clarity. And it's crazy because I'm super confident. I've navigated this world for a long time. And I needed someone to just say, there's something you need to do and you're not doing it. What is it? And it's crazy because I literally have a photograph of that night. I opened up a Google doc and started writing. And so it's like, crazy how we're walking through life, either like with these mismatched visions of like these visions of what we want, but like our reality looks nothing like, and we're doing nothing to make it match or that we're waiting and probably both. And that we're waiting for someone to just say, there's something you need to do when you're not doing it. Because I think that applies for all of us.
0: Hey product boss. Okay. This is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software. Legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free. And you can download the product boss ultimate resource guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com/slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. Oh, I keep getting goosebumps and chills as he speaks. I mean, I think, you, you know, for I'm going to start up. crying I know. <laughs> same, same a little, we, um, yeah, I need a minute with that. So it's true. And, you know, I think for you, you've had trauma in your life. There's been traumatic things that have happened to all of us, but so many times we bury that down. Right. And what mm-hmm. I had my realization, it was in Costa Rica with also, she's like an intuit, And she had us do this visualization and it was I for our future the, selves for our yes. future selves. I also, I imagine sunlight confidence, you know, my sister was in it and, and the idea we know the truth, but we bury it, right? Okay. Like we know what we should do, but, and I think, I'm not sure if I'm generalizing as women, but we're so used to, you know, being mothers or partners or um spouses or the things that we think we should do. Like, I remember I had this epiphany after I was like, why am I making the lunches? Like, yeah. like just cause I'm a mom doesn't mean I have to make the lunches in the morning. Right. Yeah. So I think for everyone that's listening, it's sort of, I you know, whether you go to an intuitive healer, yeah. but it's like listening to your it's inner. It's already voice. within us. Yeah. We just needed someone to call it out. And to give us permission, right? Yes. To say, because so many people are like, yeah, move to Los Angeles, move to Los Angeles. And I was like, well, and I had all my reasons why not. But it's exactly what you're saying. The person that I imagined I could be, I was never going to become her because I had all the reasons why that wasn't going to happen. So yes. it's pretty incredible how you're sharing that as well. I do want to talk because this digs a little bit into what you had said before about Mina and I. So we both have different scarcity things. So Mina has a scarcity of time and I have a scarcity of money. So as business partners, let me tell you, um, you know, she's like, I, you know, we don't have to work this hard. We don't have to hustle. Like we can pull back. Like we're going to be okay with money. And I'm just like, no, no, no. We got to keep going. Cause in order to have the life I dream of, we have to really, you know, we have to make more money. And it sounds like you are, you maybe used to be more in the hustle. Mm -hmm. And then as you've had your family and you've grown, you're, you know, you've taken that time. So I wanted to kind of just dig into as entrepreneurs, we became entrepreneurs, as you've said, for the, for freedom, freedom of time and of choice. So how would you, how would you coach us on sort of this idea of the money scarcity and the time scarcity?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you guys a story that I haven't really shared, and I think it's going to help hopefully. So every single time in my life that I have claimed back time as my currency, I've ended up making more money. Here's what I mean by this. So there's a story in the book about when I hit burnout, and I didn't finish the story because this isn't a business book, but here's the business side of it. So... In the book, I tell about how i had finally hit six figures as a wedding photographer. It was this massive goal of mine. It was like, it just felt like insurmountable. Like it was just crazy. And I hit six figures and I was so unhappy. Like I was a shell of who I had been. I was working so much. I wasn't even enjoying the money that I had earned and um i sat drew down the next day and we had this spreadsheet and i was like i was happier when i made $50,000 a year like i will go back to that i want time back i want to be with my family i want to like go to the cabin i don't want to miss people's weddings like all these things so i cut back to $50,000 a year but in that i ended up getting like double the amount of time right in the time that i earned back or saved myself I started learning new things. I became passionate again. I was curious again. I was creative again. I started taking online courses. I started learning. I ended up launching my first course. And within like, I mean, it was literally within like three weeks, I had like earned what I used to earn as an annual salary. And so it's crazy because, and I don't tell this part in the story because it wasn't about money. I literally was doing this to claim back time. But every single time in my life where I have drawn a line in the sand and said, here's my enough point. I want margin and space and freedom to be creative and curious again. My business has exploded because that passion carries me so much further. It's that difference between force and flow. And so I agree. I think there are absolutely seasons where you have to hustle to earn money. There's zero denying that. And I'm not saying you cannot hustle, but there has to be an end point. There has to be an enough point. Because what happens is, is with hustle culture, it's never enough, right? Right. I'm not against hustling because I think it is a requirement at certain stages of life and to get something off the ground. But where do you draw the line in the sand that you say, enough is enough. And now time is my currency. Now I will trade money to get back time, whether it's hiring a VA or you know, getting extra help or having Uber Eats bring you dinner, like whatever that looks like in your life. So I want to share that because... If you can find that place where you feel safe and secure, because I think that's a necessity in order to feel creative, right? Like I'm a big, let's protect the creative process. If you can figure out what is that enough point that you feel safe and secure, that you're not going to be worried, that you're not spending all of your thoughts on earning, then what you do with your curiosity and your passion and your exploration and your rest, that's what catapults businesses forward. And that's what people are missing. I
1: love that. And you talk a lot about that in the book, right? To the enough point Um, for, to wrap up, I, one of the, one of the things that I've seen you do really well in your entire journey has been being vulnerable, showing your true self and being really authentic and doing it through words and writing and sharing your journey. Now you are a mom of two little girls and, you know, your life looks different than it was before. So, I'm curious, you know, the world is just, sometimes it feels like in shambles.
2: Yeah. How,
1: how are you navigating? Like, but you show up now you've been showing up, you've been really contributing lots of joy on social media. And that's been just so beautiful to watch. How Mm -hmm. has that come from your journey and what is it that you're looking forward to in what you're bringing towards? Even, I know I said social media, but that's kind of how our channel's. These days, but yeah, uh,
2: could you talk on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, here's my thing, and this was something that hit me years ago, and I, I think about it every day. But we lost someone who was super close to us. He was the best man in our wedding in a car accident, and I remember when he passed away, and this was years ago. Looking at his social media, and like just like wanting to feel close to him, like wanting to like live in his thoughts and see what he thought was funny. And, you know, he never thought when he was posting that meme that that would be like a part of his legacy. But like for me... I've recognized, like, think of when a celebrity passes away, everyone floods to their feeds to see what were their final thoughts. What were their. We are living in this space where, like, social media is this peer reviewed journal where it has become this place where we just share the highlight reel. I want my real legacy there. I want my Facebook memories to pop up and to be like, that's exactly where I was, whether it was in the muck or in the joy zone. Like, I want to be reminded, like, this is my life. I don't have a scrapbook. I suck at scrapbooking. My children are going to be adults and they're going to be like, mom, all of our memories are on JPEGs on your computer, which is absolutely true. But I look at like how I show up as like, this isn't the highlight reel, like this is me. And the seasons have shifted. Like I have been in the dark places and opened up about those. But there's something to me that always turns me off. And and I'm saying this with like a lot of love and empathy. It always turns me off when there are leaders who who turn around and they say, remember when it looks like I had it all? I was miserable. I will never be that person because I will always show up exactly how it is. I'm not ever going to go back and be like, yeah, that wasn't the real me. Everything you've seen is the real me. Um, and I just want to encourage everyone that like, We live in a society that eats with its eyes, that is constantly looking for the before and after. They want to see the transformation, but they never want to see the middle. But our lives are happening in the middle. And to me, the middle is the most inspiring space to invite people into because that's where everybody's living. And so I just want to encourage you, for all of your listeners, regardless of where you're at in your journey or your business or your life, people are going online hoping to feel less alone and more enough. And you showing your real life in the middle of it is going to make them feel those things and so much more. And that's like what I want people to recognize. This isn't just advertising or it's not social media or it's not toxic positivity or anything like that. It's literally like this desire, deep desire to live out loud and to create connection in a meaningful way. And I think we all can be invited to step into that a little bit deeper. So good. So and I think for our product entrepreneurs to think about it, right? What's going to make
0: your business different than the others is their connection with you as the business owner, the small business owner versus the look at this pretty candle that I'm selling to you right now. Right? Yes.
2: Can I give your, your audience yes, please. a tip? Okay. So pro- here's the thing about products that like we have to remind people why they need it. And you have to post more than just your product because here's the thing. So many people don't even know they need what you're selling. They don't even know what it is or why it would make their life different. They don't care about the features. They don't know any of those things. And so exactly what you just said, You have to be the differentiator. You have to be the connector. You have to give them a reason to follow while they get to know about your product and fall in love with it and decide and qualify themselves as a customer. And so it's so important because it's really easy with products to just dive right in and only post about the product and only think about the product and all of these things. But really, in reality, the customer journey, they don't know that they need it. And your job is to connect with them on some other level while you slowly invite them to understand why your product matters and why it's a fit for them, so just want to encourage you in that because it's really easy to take lots of pictures of your products, but you want your customers to care more about you than what it is that you have to sell. And I think you're proof of that
0: in the way that product businesses have worked with you, like Aerie and Tic Tac, right? Like so, so they wanted to connect on, on a personal level with a with yep. a human being that had a yep. connection to her audience. So I think watching, you know, we talk about influencers or brand ambassadors. And part of that is to give that human connection yes. with people with audiences. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. All yeah. right, Jenna, we, do you have any other questions, Mina? I don't. Do you want to share where they can get your book? Yeah. It's actually when this airs,
1: you should be able to get it. So if you to and if you it, can't, yes. you
2: can always pre-order, but yes. yes. Um, How are you really or... Go on Amazon. I know you guys all got that Prime Mm -hmm. deal. Um, Just type in, how are you really? Or Jenna Kutcher, it'll pop up. Um, I am so excited to get this book into everybody's hands. And I've never loved a product more in my life. And so I'm so excited. So howareyoureallybook.com or just search, how are you really? Wherever you buy your books.
0: And as product people, we all know to leave reviews, positive reviews, right? So if you buy on Amazon, go give it the five stars and leave a positive review. And if if not, then don't... (laughs) just move on. <laughs> I love you guys. We're always like, I was like, you can leave us a positive podcast review or just send us a yeah. DM. And yeah. what,
1: you know what we need to, we need a one-up it. So everybody needs to go and leave a positive review and they need to find somebody else's positive review and hit the, this was helpful button. Ah, and that will uptick for double the the sparkle around that review.
0: You these know, these are
2: brilliant. I'm so <laughs> glad we got to talk yes. and connect again. How fun is this? Look at us growing and changing and evolving. Life is yeah. so beautiful. Welcome to the product world, my friend. That's <laughs> right. Oh, I can't wait to see your visions fulfilled. And I'm so grateful that we got to be together.
0: Same. Thank you, Jenna. Thanks mm. so much, Jenna.
2: Thanks, guys. I appreciate you.